Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hi guys, welcome to episode 75 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. Today we are going to talk about getting up in the morning to run. So this title of this episode is titled The Sunrise Shuffle. Harnessing the Power of Early Mornings for Masters Athletes and Masters Runners. So I'm going to get right to it and just tell you that I'm not a natural morning person. I have envied the kind of people that don't require a lot of sleep, uh, those that pop right out of bed you know, in the morning. All my life, I've had serious jealousy and envy over you. So if you're one of those people just be so thankful that that comes natural to you because I am a sleeper. Uh, I'm the kind of person that if I don't get, you know, a pretty good amount of sleep on a regular basis, I I actually either get sick um, or I get really crabby or a combination of the two, which is never a good thing. So this is something that I've had to work on a lot to get up in the morning and I thought I would share some of the things that work for me and hopefully a couple of them will work for you too because I do believe in the power of getting up in the morning. I think that if you do your running first thing in the morning, number one, it's usually cooler. I mean, unless it's in the winter, right? Uh, Number two, you're apt to get it done and not make excuses because we all know uh, especially the the age population that's listening and the demographics that's listening to this. We have so many things going on. If we wait until later in the day, it, it just, we're pulled in a million different directions and it's hard to get away. So getting that early morning workout is the most uh, just powerful way to get it done. Uh, so that's the second thing. Uh, and then number three, I think it just enhances your productivity and your energy all day long. Now, I'm going to tell you, for the first couple weeks of doing this, it's almost like the opposite though you feel really tired really lethargic it takes a while it takes about three weeks for this really to hit your system and for you to be a little bit more natural and again I'm not promising that you'll be like this natural energizer bunny in the morning if anybody's got the secret to that that secret sauce just feel free to comment to me and I will share it with everybody on that's listening but Anyway, some of the things are pretty obvious, like caffeine, uh, going to bed at the same time, daylight. Those are really obvious things. I'm not going to go into those for today. I do want to make sure that you know I'm not telling you to compromise on sleep. 
I'm telling you, most likely the, the number one thing you're going to do is go to bed earlier. And it's not fun. It's not sexy. It's not interesting. Uh, but it works, guys. It really, truly does. And you don't want to, the reason you don't want to skimp on your sleep is you need sleep. We need sleep at our age more than ever. We need it for proper cognitive function, for coordination, our reaction time. You know, it really will help you during the day if you get a good night's sleep. Uh, in addition, I mean, you're sitting there talking about working out and getting that done. Well, you also want to make sure that you don't mess up your appetite, regulating hormones and your metabolism. And if you don't get enough sleep, those can be really just uh, aggravated and all over the place. Uh, not to mention mood swings and irritability. That's the one that probably affects me the most. Uh, I definitely get irritable and it's difficult for me if I don't get a good night's sleep for a couple nights in a row. So that the mood swings and irritability uh, is something I struggle with. Uh, physical recovery and repair of muscles. If you don't get enough sleep, that is impaired. You can't repair your tendons and your muscles if you are not getting good quality sleep. And I'm not talking about the number of hours in bed if you're counting like the time that you're scrolling through your phone or watching Netflix and you fall asleep to it. That's not quality sleep, guys. So if you're if that's the kind of sleep we're talking about, like we don't count those hours. So if we want good repair of our muscles, we have to have the right good deep sleep. Uh, you know, chronic sleep deprivation can also lead to chronic disease. I'm talking diabetes. I'm talking hypertension. Those kind of chronic diseases. So this is like a real issue we need to focus on for our health, for our longevity. It is a proven scientific fact that if you get enough sleep, depending on what your like natural is, some of you again, like are natural people where you're, you just do well on five to seven hours. Others of you are more like me where you need, you know, seven to nine hours. So if you want to live longer, feel good, have better concentration, we got to get more sleep. But we also want to get up in the morning to work out. So what are the hacks? Uh, I'm going to get right to it. I have 10 of them. So these are the things that I recommend to get out of bed in the morning. One of them that I'm not going to cover, I think I've talked about this on this podcast before, but it's from Mel Robbins. And this is just a funny, silly trick, but it's one of those things that when it's time to get out of bed, she recommends doing five, four, three, two, one, and boom, you get up. So you count down. And as you do it over time, it seems really silly, but it's like training your body anything else, right? Uh, it's like talking to your dog. They, they respond to different things. So your body starts to respond and know that when you get to one, you meet it and you get up. So don't just do it and then <laughs> lay there. Like if you're going to do that trick, like you've got to get up after you get to one. Uh, and again, about 21 days later, you'll start seeing that your body really is responsive to that. That's not one of the hacks. That's just something that I like to do that I wanted to pass on. Okay. The first hack. Okay. All right. This is probably the most important and the one that I'm still not super uh, good at. I tend to set an alarm and then I change it, uh, usually in the middle of the night. So it's just uh, that's that's not something to do. But set an alarm 
set one alarm and set it for the time that you're going to get up. So don't set it. If you're going to get up at 5.30, like don't set your alarm for 5 and then hit uh, snooze three times. That's not good sleep. That's fragmented sleep. And that's not the kind that we want. So if you're going to get up at 5.30, set your alarm for 5.30, do the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 and get up at 5.30. If you want to get up at 5, set it for 5. Whatever time you're going to actually get out of bed set the alarm and get up at that time, okay? No more of this playing around with snooze or resetting or sleeping through your alarm, okay? From this day on, we get up when our alarm goes off and that will just signal to your body that the alarm means that you get up, okay? Uh, The second thing is going to be related to running in the morning and I think this will just make it easier to get out the door because what happens is you get out of bed and then if you're like me you have some coffee and then maybe you're like oh I'm gonna put the dishes away or I'll fold the laundry and you start to kind of procrastinate because you're like oh my body's sore uh you know I just it's first thing in the morning I'm moving slowly that's fine like to do a couple things and move around I, I do like to get up and you know Uh, do a couple things like that just to kind of come to consciousness. But uh, if you tell yourself that you're going to run super slow for the first 10 minutes of your run, it's going to be easier to get yourself out the door. So again, that's just, it's a very simple, you're telling your mind, I, it's okay. The first 10 minutes is going to be super slow. And we're doing that for two reasons. Number one, just to get your body out. And then number two, it really does work. Like this is morning. You're slower. As we get older, we're stiff. Uh, so if you go slow that first 10 minutes, I promise your muscles and your uh, overall gait and everything will thank you for that. All right. So that was number two. Number three, instead of watching Netflix, or on your iPad, or on your phone, scrolling social media, I want you to try to read before bed 15 pages. And when I, when I, when you do it, this is like a bonus tip here, uh, is read with the lights out and just use a little flashlight, okay? It's like going back to your kid age where we had those little book lights. Like, go back to that. So then you're avoiding the blue light and you're getting the relaxation of reading. If you are like, I hate to read, Sarah, don't even tell me that, then do some journaling. Pick one of the two. I say 15 pages because I think it's easier to say 15 pages than like a certain number of minutes, but you can do either one. The key is really to have the lights out, all the electronics out. I know this seems unrealistic if you've got little kids, but I promise you can make it happen. They, If they see you reading, they're going to look at a book too. So trust me, you can do it. Okay. So 15 pages using a flashlight. All right. The next one, this is, what are we at? Number... Four. Okay. Uh, Drink during the day. Okay. And I don't mean drink alcohol during the day. That sounded really funny. Uh, Drink plenty of water during the day. Hydrate yourself during the day. It's hard, I know, when you're at work or if you're traveling uh, and then you tend to drink extra water at night. That can keep you up. You have to go to the bathroom. So change it so that you're drinking a lot of your fluids, not just caffeine, but overall fluids before like 4 or 5 p.m. And, you know, our bladders don't work as well as we get older, right? So we've got to be a little kinder to them. So that's why uh, if you do it before 4, you're going to be less apt to have to get up in the middle of the night. You're going to have a better sleep. Okay. So drink water during the day. Uh, We want to 
avoid exercise, like heavy, strenuous exercise in the evening. So if you're going to go to bed at 10, you know, don't go for your run at 7.30 at night or 8 o'clock at night on the treadmill or whatever, because you're just going to be kind of wired. So um, you can go for a walk. But even after that, you know, try to do something a little relaxing after that, maybe some stretching, maybe a bath, something to bring your body back down to a relaxation mode. Uh, So, you know, don't do strenuous exercise in the evening okay uh the next one don't check the clock at night so literally like if you have your alarm set uh one thing that will help you sleep better is just to not look at the clock okay you don't even want to know especially for the first seven days if you're trying to kind of revamp your sleep a little bit just don't look because you'll look and then it'll be like two in the morning and you're like oh I only have four hours left or I almost have three hours left and you're going to stress out and then you're not going to get back to sleep So if you sleep with an Apple Watch, you know, you might want to take that off if you can't make yourself not look at it or just don't look at it. Don't put your alarm clock where you can see it. Uh, Set your alarm and then again, set it for the time you're going to get up and then don't check the clock at night and that will help you stay asleep and be less stressed. Uh, This is not a fun one, guys, but uh, limit the alcohol. Uh, one thing that it, it definitely helps me get to sleep is red wine, but it also can really impair your sleep cycle. So if you're going to have wine, you know, stick to a glass, a half glass is even better uh, and really try to stick to that. I struggle with that. So, you know, I almost have to just cut it out completely uh, and that's even better. It's not fun. I know I didn't say this episode was going to be fun, uh, but it does work. So limit the alcohol. Know that it, it impairs your sleep cycle. Um, It's not going to just make you feel bad in the morning. It's actually going to affect the way that you sleep. So uh, you'll have to decide about that one, but you know, try to limit it. Uh, The next one, if you're going to watch TV, let's say 6, 7, 8 p.m., avoid stimulating shows that are like stressful. Uh, You know, there's so many shows on right now that are uh, you know, even the news, honestly, guys, like don't watch the 10 o'clock news and then try to go to bed. Like who would possibly think that's a good idea, right? You're going to be up worrying. It's, it's a proven fact. Like if you can do that, if you can watch the 10 o'clock news and then go to sleep and be in a good state of being more power to you. But I think 99.9% of us can't. So I would say don't watch the news. Well, if you're going to watch TV, watch something a little bit lighthearted, a little funny, something like that, not stressful. Uh, if you want to watch, you know, the scary, stressful documentaries and series and everything, do them, you know, earlier in the day or on the weekends. Uh, stay consistent on the weekends is number nine. And again, these aren't necessarily fun, but I didn't promise that from the title. Uh, we we want to, you know, harness the power of early mornings. So we're trying to get quality sleep. And that's why staying consistent, you know, within a half hour to an hour of your time, wake up time, do that on the weekends. Don't just all of a sudden binge sleep and like get a whole bunch of sleep one night. Uh, and I've said this on an episode before, but we're not, we don't have to get like the perfect amount of sleep, like all seven days. We're shooting for like four of the days to get really good night's sleep. And the other ones, you know, give or take a little bit, but if you count the average, the aggregate, you're going to feel a lot better. Okay. So just stay consistent on the weekends, get out of bed, even when you don't want to better to take a little power nap during the day than to, uh, sleep in super late. 
And then number 10, this is the last one. And it is a fun one after like all this not fun stuff, like uh, no alcohol, going to bed early, no TV. You know, I, I'm not saying like you have to complete cut all this out, guys, but just pick something that will help you a little bit. Even if you just pick one little thing and maybe it was the reading 15 pages, even if you just do that one thing, you're going to seriously improve your sleep. Okay. But the last one, reward yourself. So let's say you do it for seven days. You say you're going to get up at, you know, whatever your time is. Let's say it's six and you get up, you didn't hit snooze. You do it for seven days. Reward yourself. Get yourself like a special coffee at a place where you normally wouldn't or, you know, get a new book that you're going to read. Get an acai bowl. Uh, get, you know, a new exercise outfit. Or I was thinking about this and I was like, get yourself a new pair of pajamas. Like get something that makes you feel good. That's comfy, that you're excited about. Get new sheets for your bed. Like make Make it an oasis where it feels good to get into bed. So uh, reward yourself maybe at the seven-day mark, at the 21-day mark, at the 50-day mark, whatever you have to do to keep yourself going. But so that's it. Uh, those are the ways that I think you can really harness the power of the early morning. Uh, as a master's athlete, remember that first 10 minutes, you're going to run super duper slow. You're going to get out of bed. You're going to do five, four, three, two, one, and get up. So hope that helps uh, a few of you who are not natural morning people like me. Uh, if you have other suggestions, please pass them on and I'll share them with our audience. Take care and happy running. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.